1: the Beckler and Shauna podcast, your daily download of X92 Nights, X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna.
0: Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Friday, March 24th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I am Shauna. Shauna, the god of putting on pants. This is- that will make sense if you listen to today's PissCast.
2: I'm so excited that that's my new thing. Nope. <laughs> yep. It's good.
0: Uh, what do you got planned this weekend, Shauna?
2: Mm, I'm in a Crokinole tournament tomorrow.
0: Nice. Oh, I love Crokinole. We've been playing it so hard at my house lately.
2: Yeah, yeah. So our friends have organized. and They used to do this pre-COVID, and it's been a while, obviously. But uh, They
0: yeah. call it
2: Crok-chella. is what they call it. And you go and you play Crokinole, and it's a full-out tournament. And so my friend and I, uh, we've decided that our nickname or our name, she was like, what do we call ourselves? Because each name, like, team needs a name. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And the first thing I came out with was, Two croak girls <laughs> Like two broke girls and it's two me girls. and a girl And so she was like, yeah And I was like, that's like the first thing I came I was like, we'll workshop that And then she was like, I don't know if we can come up with anything much No, that's better. a great name So we've stuck with two croak girls And I hope we win
0: Do you have the outfits and everything? We do
2: I just that's found them on Amazon for 30 bucks a piece They actually just got here yesterday So we haven't tried them on yet And they're they're bigger than they should be So we're, I, we'll make it do It's fine Is uh,
0: is it still at the Legion?
2: Uh, not this time. No? It's at Toolshed Brewery this time. Okay. Yeah. yeah,
0: more space. The Legion was great, though. I wish it was still at the Legion. Yeah, I used to be at the Legion on Edmonton Trail. They would host this. So I remember fun. I went one year at least. Yeah. But I wasn't a very good Crokinole player back then. I got beat out, like, right away. I yeah. I think I do better now.
2: I'm, uh, I'm in... I haven't practiced as much as I should. I'm pretty rough right now. But uh, sometimes it just takes a little beginner's luck. So hopefully... Hopefully, and then yeah, I'm gonna try and go snowboarding tomorrow. They might have pow nice. day in the morning. So. Very nice. What about We've you? Gotten
0: really? Like, we, we played so much crokinole lately that like Bo and Brigham have gotten pretty good. That's like awesome. Brigham's five. So I, I had some buddies over, and I was like, "Well, we need one more player. Brigham, do you want to play?" And my buddy was like, "Okay, we're just playing with." And then me and Brigham beat them. That's <laughs> <totally> <laughs> Brigham's is. so good with his tiny little fingers. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> what do you have up to up this weekend? Uh, so my my friend's dad does an Elton John tribute. Oh, amazing. And. Uh, he does like the costume changes and plays the piano and stuff. I think he has some musicians with him. In fact, I think... Uh, do you remember the girl that played violin with the Arkells at their Calgary Tower show? Yep. yep. Who came up with them? I think she plays with him. Oh, awesome. So we're going to see... I've never seen it before. I've been meaning to go see this, and we're going, going to it tonight. So That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited to see... If he can do Elton John- Justice or Sir Elton.
2: There's actually an Elvis tribute that happens every year, and my aunt comes in for it, and it's so it looks so fun, and I wanted to go, but it's like a, it was a Thursday night, and it's always uh, on tough. Thursday, and so it's always really hard for me to go, but one year I want to go, because apparently it's just a blast too. Yeah, I think it's at the Blues Can or something down in Inglewood, but anyway.
0: I mean, a good tribute show, especially if it's an artist that you can't really see that easily
2: they're fun they're yeah. always fun and people are so good like these tribute bands are, they do them justice yeah. they truly do especially so.
0: the, like, the big ones that travel around and make totally. money my, my dad's favorite band is Boston lead singer of Boston died a few years ago so you never see them again and he had such a unique voice but my dad said they went to see a tribute band in Phoenix just a couple weeks ago nailed and he it. said he nailed it oh, that's so awesome. that's the closest you'll get to hearing that music live again right? yep On today's show, we're going to talk about where not to have your bachelor party. uh, The autoplay feature on streaming services. How many people you can fit in a car. Uh, My son Bo is playing competitive baseball this year and he had to get a new piece of equipment for that and had a bit of a laugh. Your Things your parents, I don't want to say did wrong, but that you wouldn't pass along to your kids. Nicknames for the C-Train, the goat of hungry men. (laughs) Some funny Cantonese translations and a round of this or that after your out of context clip of the show.
2: Choo Chew Choo Baca, r- rail bait or rail bird instead of <laughs> jail. Nine inch rails chugging the slugs.
1: The Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
0: My son's Bowen Brigham, they're eight and five and they watch all these terrible YouTube channels. Oh man, it's on all the time at our house, Shauna. I'm sorry. Just these annoying YouTubers. It's so bad. Um, but there was one on recently where the host was asking people on the street, these either or questions like this or that. Yeah. And then the boys were walking around the house while asking me and McKenna, these, this or that questions. And I thought I'd do the same for you. Okay. If you're down. Yeah. So I have like 20 questions here and, uh, they're not necessarily opposites. They're just two choices and you have to pick one. I hate these. Do you actually? Yeah. They, they hurt my brain uh, and I well, can't make decisions. Too okay. don't think hard. Just react. Just okay. React, I will. Okay. sure. Uh, spring or fall? Spring. Coffee or Beer. Oh jeez, beer. McDonald's or Tim Hortons. McDonald's. Arkells or the Tragically Hip. Arkells. Ontario or Alberta. Alberta. Leafs or Jays. <sighs> Jays. Netflix or Disney Plus. Netflix. Spotify or Apple Music. Apple Music. Cause it's the only one I have. Paulie Ever Trudeau. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's some landmines in here, by the I way. Don't. I was just, <laughs> Or Sing. There's some real landmines in here. I'll just let you know. Yeah. This, <laughs> do I have to make a choice here? Or? Cats or dogs?
2: See, I hate these because I love dogs, but I've only had cats. So cats.
0: Ron or Hermione? <sighs> Dude, what are you?
2: This is what I'm saying. Like, I'm getting stressed out here. Um, it gets worse. Okay. <laughs> Hermione.
0: Mariah or Ty. Oh for
2: God's <laughs> sakes My tie
0: uh, Tacos or Pizza Pizza Roller coasters or water slides Ooh man Quickly now Roller roller coasters Ferrari or Lamborghini Hmm Lambos French or Spanish <laughs> A Spanish Drowning or Burning Jesus. They both suck. They both, no good choices Uh, there.
2: Burning, hopefully I pass out right away.
0: Halloween or Christmas? Christmas. Toronto or Vancouver? (laughs) Vancouver. Christians or Muslims? Oh my God. You don't have to answer that last one.
2: I got sent this TikTok about how the sound sun in Cantonese sounds like their word for God. Okay. So as a result, different English names with son at the end, whether first or last, sound like some pretty funny things because then you, you talk about the translation into other parts of these names. So I'll just, uh, these are some rapid fires for you.
1: If your name contains S-O-N, son, sounds like sun, which means God in Cantonese. Madison, God of wiping floor. Jackson, God of birds. Davison, God of huge appetite. Robertson. <laughs> God of carrots. Huh? Grayson. God of turtles. <laughs> son, God of stupid. Jefferson. God of putting on pants. <laughs> Jason. Huh? God of dick.
0: So your last name is God so of putting on pants. My
1: last name
2: Jefferson, <laughs> God of putting on pants, which oh, I am a man. huge fan of. That's hilarious. I'm a huge fan what of. Was it?
0: Madison? God of wiping God floor. God of wiping floor. Oh, and that's funny.
2: Oh my God! <laughs> and then Jackson, which of course is one of the most popular names right now, God of birds.
0: God so there you go. Birds, God of turtles. God man. of huge appetite. <laughs> oh man, that's funny.
2: And then Jason is God of. God of peen, yeah. which is, I mean, bragging rights <laughs> right there. But oh my god, I was just—I love these name translations so much. It's so funny. Oh man, I hope if I your don't... name is one of those, you take note. Okay, you
0: know what your God is now. And this is why I always say that, like, if a foreign name sounds funny in English, I don't think it's offensive to laugh at it. No, because if the shoe is on the other foot, if my name sounds funny in a different language, yes. I hope people laugh. I hope And that's though- a great example, all those.
2: Anyone who's Cantonese and hears my last name, okay, Shauna got a putting <laughs> on pants. I hope that's what
1: they hear every time. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Yeah. Yesterday
0: you were talking about uh, this EDM festival in Vegas that's happening when you're there in May. Yeah. Same weekend, features Calvin Harris and David Guetta.
2: Yeah, and it's funny because every time I see Calvin Harris in Vegas, I'm like, I, I kind of want to see them. I want to go to an EDM festival in Vegas. If you ever go to Vegas, you also realize that that is the only music they play everywhere so uh, now every time i hear that music it always brings back memories of Vegas. <laughs> so it just goes hand in hand you interesting
0: know? okay yeah um i want to preface this by saying there is plenty of electronic music that i love mm. but mm-hmm. i have a potentially unpopular opinion okay perhaps even a snobbish opinion here okay a live edm show is basically just watching some dude play recordings
2: yes I, like, I I see where you're coming from for this
0: like the two examples you gave Calvin Harris David Guetta I see them as very talented producers they are very talented yeah. composers of songs but to see them in concert isn't really live is it they don't really
2: mix that no. lot li- like live anymore from what you, from what I see
0: like, if you watch videos of David Guetta, mm-hmm. he's barely touching his gear. Yeah. He just dances. He's got his hands in the air for most of the show.
2: And it's funny because I'm very like that, too. Because, of course, I I love, you know, rock music. I like this type of music and going to see a real... Like, not not that they're not real musicians, but I see it as a very different thing. Yeah. And that's what I've kind of wrapped my head around because I thought the same thing. I was like, well they're not there's not not much
0: performance aspect to it, is there? No, because their
2: their talent is different though. I like that is a studio. Yes. It's a very different type of artistic musicianship than what a traditional band is. So you kinda have to look at it that way. You're not going to see a band.
0: You're paying to see these great songs that Calvin Harris wrote. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, while he is also present and dancing there. Exactly. With a bunch of of, other
2: people who, you know, also experience it. But that's part of why I want to go also because I've never seen a true, like I've seen the odd DJ on stage Mm -hmm. and it has blown me away. And also the first time I ever saw live DJs, I remember thinking the same thing. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this at all. And then you get there and, but they were doing a lot of actual DJing. So it was super impressive to watch and the show that they put on was incredible. Um, but, yeah, with one of these shows.
0: You're, you're paying for the atmosphere. That's you what you're paying for, right? Like, yeah. I once heard it described as someone, there's a comment on the internet. Someone said it's like taking a sound bath with a bunch of like-minded strangers. And I was yeah. like minded strangers. Yeah. Okay. I can understand that.
2: I think there's, it is, it's an inexplicable energy at those shows that I don't think you get the same like it's a different type of energy than what you get with a live band and I think it's more intense in certain ways sure but it's certainly not because of the musicianship up on stage
0: you could probably put a a lookalike in place of those those people and the performance wouldn't really suffer that much probably not couldn't be said of no you know most of the music we play for example it would have to be that person playing it yeah Definitely. So I I understand the experience, but to me, it's not really a live show. It's more of like you're going to a party with a soundtrack curated by this guy who's standing there.
2: Yeah, it depends on the definition of show. It's definitely not a live band. You're not going to
0: watch live music. Live music,
2: yeah. The
1: Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
2: So there's this power lifter from Digby, Nova Scotia, and his name is Paul Gidney, and uh, he just set an unofficial world record for his weight class, even though he's nearly 60. Apparently,
0: wow! He's still competing.
2: He's still competing. Good, Good for him. And I guess he's now headed to the worlds to see if he can set the official world record, which is pretty damn cool.
0: That's a tough sport to totally. compete at late in your life. Like, they, I shouldn't say late in your life, but as you're, you're almost sixty, it's hard on your body, right? Totally. Mm-hmm.
2: But he was talking about how he maintains his physique and everything. He was like, "I eat around seven thousand calories a day." Now that is a hungry man, Beckler. <laughs> I always find it hilarious to think of these athletes as hungry men. You know, I always find that hilarious because they they will always talk about, you know, what they, their calorie right. intake and that kind of thing. Right. I'm like, that is a hungry man. It's, it's like hung- those hungry man dinners, that term itself, hungry man dinner. I'm like, geez, you are hungry. He's okay? a hungry boy. Yeah. There's <laughs> there's a the hungry man combo a Chicken on the Way as well. Hungry man. I think I'm thinking about <laughs> the hungriest men in the world, though. What, it, what would the goat of... Have- <laughs> of hung
0: we're doing goat of hungry boys are we're we we're doing
2: goat of hungies, <laughs> yep yeah. uh- wow and I, I mean, there's not that many to, to kind of call upon because really I'm just thinking about the ones that will discuss the calories that they intake. Like The Rock, right? Openly talks about how he eats five or six thousand calories yeah, a day. So
0: he's, I always take what that guy says with a grain of salt. Fair. But you know, there I think I'm around four thousand a day, slightly over. Well, so yeah. he's bigger than I am. So I believe that. You're hungry, man. I'm a hungry boy.
2: Hungry boy over there. Uh, Michael Phelps. Right. Might be the biggest because he talks about like when he was in peak training, eight to ten thousand calories a day. What was what his yeah. intake? That is a hungry man. You
0: could see that if he's working that hard or like you know, any endurance athletes like that, just to even keep weight on, you'd have to eat so much, wouldn't you? Yeah. If you're burning it, that many calories.
2: Swimmers have gotta be up there because yeah, they train yeah at that level. They're mm-hmm. training four, five, six hours a day, like in the pool.
0: I think I have the answer to this. Okay. Who's the hungriest man of all? Walter Hudson. Who's Walter Hudson? Walter Hudson was the fattest man who ever lived. Oh, not the heaviest man who ever lived. There were heavier than him, but okay. he was in terms of his waist. He was the fattest man who ever lived. He weighed over a thousand pounds, I think, close to twelve hundred at his at his heaviest. Oh man! But here's uh, his what he how he described his diet. Okay, two boxes of sausages, one pound of bacon, twelve eggs, and a loaf of bread for breakfast. Four hamburgers, four double cheeseburgers, and five large portions of fries for lunch. 3 large ham steaks or 2 chickens, 4 baked potatoes, 4 sweet potatoes, 4 heads of broccoli and most of a large cake for dinner. Okay. He drank an average of 7 liters of soda every day. Wow. So I just adding that up in your head, what are we at? <sighs> 20, 30,000 calories? He's a hungry boy. He was he was a hungry boy and then when he when he died, they had to cut a hole in the side of his house to oh. to get him out of there and I think I think his coffin was lifted by a crane. Okay. Um, well, but he did lose some weight at one point in his life. He got down to like 600 pounds. They put him on a diet of 1,200 calories a day, which must have just been awful. Like going from
2: 30,000 30, to,
0: 12. to 12, 1,200. Wow. So- yeah, he okay. must have been one hungry Boy when yeah. that was going on. Wow. Okay. That's why I think Walter Hudson is the goat of hungry Boys. The goat so. of hung-
1: Hungry Men. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was reading
0: that Switzerland uh, unveiled a new train called the Golden Express Pass. Okay. Pass Express. Maybe I wrote that wrong. Yeah. Uh, but they named it Shania Train.
2: Oh, that's okay.
0: And I guess this it actually launched back in December and she was there for the ceremony and everything, but I don't remember that's seeing it in the news or anything. Or No, maybe. me neither. So we've already done this with our snow plows in Calgary, where we, we sure named have. all the snow plows. Um, we could do it for the trains too. I think we should. Here's the thing, Shauna. I, I I came up with this idea, and then when I really started looking at it, I was like, oh man, I got like almost nothing. So I hope you came up with something good. Oh, I got um, I got I got some. Do you have lots? I've got some for. Oh yeah. Okay, maybe I'll give you my crappy ones first, and then we can get to. No, no, hopefully. go for it. Okay, what do you got? Uh, train Mada. Oh, we, that's like, good. we always like to go with like yes. Canadians and Canadian celebrities and singers and stuff. Totally. Uh Gordon Light Railfoot. Oh, that's good. And then C Line Dion. That's, <sighs> okay. And that's all I got. So I really I'm really uh, sorry about my performance. Brace <clears> <today>. yourselves, buckle <laughs> yeah, up. Let's go. Are you ready let's for go. this?
2: All right. Kurt Co Train, Train Austin, Mark Train, Crazy Train. Very simple, but there you go. Train Fonda, Chug Gilmore, the Holy <laughs> Rail, Choo <laughs> Choo Chew Baca. Rail bait or rail bird instead of <laughs> jail. Nine inch rails. Chug Chugging the slugs. Train Rayleigh of Allison trains. Purple train. All pain, no train. The tram of God. Chug <laughs> Flutie. Pikachu. Choo. <chew. laughs> I had a little. I went off. Okay.
0: <laughs> well done. Well done, Sean. Hey, thank
2: you. That's all group chug and
0: celebrate. The uh, Beckler and Shauna podcast. You absolutely slayed that segment. It wasn't even, it wasn't even close. I, well, I, was, <laughs> no, I I just. I,
2: you know, sometimes you get on a roll, and then I kept thinking more. I was like, oh, wait. Yeah. And then I added a little, little more, you know.
0: I can see now that I came about it all wrong. I was thinking too specific to like LRT terms, and you were going with like. Like the choo choos And the chugs and, yeah, and that was way better that's I know a Way what, better way to do it That
2: happens Because uh, that's happened to me before Where yeah Sometimes with those Like you only focus on the one term And it's like No no you gotta broaden it You gotta take a step back up way, Yeah you gotta take One step back And then you see them
0: Yeah I kind of felt like I had Brain fog today With that stuff I don't know is, that, is it long, long, long COVID? Well, it's the,
2: the last two days prior to this, I've, like, I had a really bad headache the first two mornings. So I woke up two mornings in a row, yesterday and the, the day before, and I had, right before I get a really bad migraine, I have this, like, I can't see out of, a part of my eye yeah. and on Wednesday morning I woke up and I instantly had that I was like oh god and took a bunch of drugs and was trying to so when you had that little like and it just stuck for two days yeah. straight, this headache and it wasn't just me I don't know if there's like a pressure thing going on or
0: I don't know if it's allergies but like I sat there staring at like different rhymes for train forever and I was like why can't I think of anything I know, so, I know.
2: and a friend of mine said she was dealing with a headache too it's just like yeah when there's this pounding thing in your head non-stop or like a fog you just can't yeah it felt like it was knocking at the
0: door but anyway well, I'm glad Glad you came through, because that segment would have sucked if it was,
2: it was just me. <laughs> hey, you had three really good ones. Okay, no, Sometimes it comes sucked. with good ones, too. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. Uh, we got a message from a friend of the show, Nicole. She said, good morning, Claire and Sean. I was laughing so hard walking my dog at the segment yesterday about the difficult odor in the Senate chambers. Oh, my God. I played that bit for my boyfriend when I got home, and about 15 minutes later, he walked off to the washroom and said, it's, a bit, it's about to smell like the Senate chambers <laughs> in here. <laughs>
2: That's, okay, that's going to be a new term. Yeah. Not, it smells like the Senate. <laughs> yeah, it's a very polite way to say it smells really bad. And if yeah. you're talking to somebody where you don't want everybody to know.
0: I have a meeting with a senator upstairs.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, going to go take a dump in the Senate.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nicole also said uh, some fellow listeners, some fellow Venus heads, and, and she were talking about the rebrand a few weeks back, and she was trying to come up with some alternative names. The best thing they got was the Venus pisser. And after the BNS piss cast. So she said, we now just refer to it as the pisser. Yeah. Like, did you listen to the pisser today? I like that. Is a common text she gets now. Love it. Um, I can't tell you how much it warms my heart to know that You know, like groups of friends share this piss cast. I know. You know that, like maybe some of our jokes have become your jokes and vice versa,
2: which is so awesome. And when that Um, happens, please tell us because we love to hear it. This is the second time somebody else sent us a text. Yeah, they have a group chat all
0: about this this piss cast, which which is so funny. I love it. The best.
2: Yeah, I feel that warms the cockles of
0: my heart. So thank you for that, Nicole. Thanks for the cockle warming. And thank you to Shane Homes, the sponsor of this podcast. Midtown and Airdrie is the new community centrally located. They're in their final phase. You have three different choices of products, as they call them in the home building industry out there. Uh, paired homes, lane homes, single family front drive homes. View the community and your options from Shane Homes at shanehomes.com. Shane Holmes, the, the better, better way, way to, build. to build. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Is
2: there anything, Beckler, that your parents taught you that you would never pass along to your children? Mm. It's kind of an interesting question. That's a tough one, yeah. I, I don't have kids, but I did get thinking about this. And and the one thing I was thinking about is my parents rarely talk about real feelings, which I now find I've kind of taken on. Like being sentimental is something that I struggle with, and and I think it's... Maybe because my parents really didn't show real emotion. Like when we were discussing how it was and how your day was, it was always good. You know, there was never any like this is a struggle that's actually going on. And I get it to a certain extent. I think you Mm want to protect your kids from some stuff. But I think that it's important to actually express that you do have real feelings as as a parent as well.
0: Yeah, right? I think so like, too. Yeah, not it, everything isn't great all the time and that's okay. No. It's how you deal with it, right?
2: That's just it. So they
0: were just very stoic?
2: Yes. And they came from like they're they're older, so they mm-hmm. came from I think a time where their parents were the same way where it was just you don't discuss issues with your kids. Okay. You only discuss it with one another, but when it comes to your kids, everything's always fine, mm-hmm. right? And I just I think that that's shifted a lot now. With parents and people being like, no, no, you should be real about having certain emotions that aren't always happy.
0: Not even just with kids, but that for that generation, like your struggles were private. Yes, right. You put on a brave face, and you yeah. went on, like. But now we, you know, we talk about these things. Yeah,
2: and, which I think is but, good, and that's something that I think if I had kids, I'd be like, I'd mm, make a point of showing that there are more emotions than just everything is good all the time. Okay. So that's one of them.
0: The only thing I could think of is. Uh, like I was raised Catholic, mm-hmm. and my parents weren't like super intense about it or anything. But I went, we went to church. I went to a Catholic school and all that, and, and I I made the decision that like my kids would have a choice in what they wanted to believe. Okay, and mm-hmm. you know yeah. I don't fault my parents for no, you know because they were raised in the church. I was raised in the church, but I think that's a decision that someone should come to themselves. It's not mm-hmm. like you know you're born and it's like you are a you are a Christian child. Yes, it's like, well. How do you know? You know, like if you're born somewhere else, you'd be a Muslim child or you'd be, you know, so you'd be a Jewish child. But that's something that I think a decision that someone has to come to on their own. So I decided I would give my kids the guidance that they needed. And if they decided to, you know, choose a religion or no religion, then I would I would support that. Yeah. But like I said, I don't, I'm not mad at my parents for it or anything.
2: Definitely not. And I'm not mad at my parents at all either. And I, I totally understand why they were that way. I just think that, you know, now seeing how people are a little more open, I'm like, I think that's good. Uh, the other one, I mean, this is kind of an extension of the same thing, but when it comes to health issues, my parents don't say anything. They won't tell my sister and our, like or I anything and not just about them, but about the family, like I found out, an aunt of mine had cancer, and I found out after the fact, after it was dealt with. And I was just like, "Really?" It's kind of something that I feel like I would like to know.
0: That's yeah, odd.
2: I know they don't like discussing health,
0: but you need issues. to know. Don't I know, you? like the people close to you, kind of need to That's know.
2: That's what I would. Yeah. So my sister and I are working on them with that. Where we are like, "No, you know, you, you've got to tell us." these things like you have to please tell us don't right
0: it's like it's not like it's anything to be ashamed of either no. right it's, and like
2: when it comes to them yeah it's the same they we won't know until after and it's dealt with and it's like that's odd yeah hmm. so that's one that i definitely would say you know do you, can you please be a little
1: more open with us and
0: podcast. so my son Bo is playing baseball again this year he's got tryouts tomorrow so uh, the kids have played t-ball in the past but yep. this is the first year where it gets a bit more competitive and there are actual tryouts so he's excited. I'm excited for him, but we had to go get a cup to protect his twig and berries. Right,
2: it's cup time. And he thought that was just
0: the funniest thing in the world. So we, we went to the store, and then we came home, and him and Brigham were testing it out. They were <laughs> taking shots. Were they, oh, jeez!
2: <laughs> Did it hurt? Did it feel no, good? He's all right. <laughs> okay, good, good, good.
0: Cup cup technology has come a long way, though, um, and I don't expect you to know about this, Shauna. But like when I played, they had just introduced the shorts. With a cup built into them, because before that it was like the old, like the old jockstrap style, which yeah. are like just way too sexual, aren't they? They're basically like panties, like protective panties.
2: They kind of are, just yeah. Just Too much, just like a banana hammock, and, yeah. A
0: little sexy. <laughs> I can't believe nobody figured out the shorts thing before that. It's true, uh, but now they're like compression shorts, which is way better. And the cup itself has like it has holes. I'm assuming to make it lighter, but just as strong kind
2: of let your bird
0: breathe yeah or faster or like less wind less wind resistance there for your for your jalopy
2: get a little tickle on your pickle when you eat one yeah why not
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's okay Interesting. That's some coolant coming through to your uh, your Willy Mo Pena there. My boyfriend <laughs> still
2: has one of the old school
0: cups. Does he? Do you guys play around with that sometimes? For his trouser or? No. cactus
2: and it's disgusting. <laughs> oh, like I, man. it's <laughs> so old. It's just like why do you still it's I don't know why. You know it's what I mean? Like
0: bucks for a new one, Cliff. Honestly, Get a new one, I know man. it's
2: almost like it's a he's a very superstitious guy and I'm like, is there something about your disgusting old cup that you have to keep around for? It's gross. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> he, got, like, no ass. Didn't you ever hang? see
2: when you when he put that thing on during our ball? Like, cause he he strip down to his underwear and then he put the cup over top and it would be in front of everybody. And it's this disgusting. Thing. I was like, what are you doing?
0: I with that I never saw thing? that. Also, didn't know that he was wearing a cup for slow pitch. I think yeah. he'd probably be the only guy out there doing that. Yeah. So.
2: Well, he was. Yeah, it was because he like he used to play actual baseball. And when he played third on our on our team,
0: took a couple in the rod Barajas, There were couples he? that would be. So. Oh
2: yeah, right, right. Man, wow. his kitsch goblin would be right there, and it would be terrifying for him, I guess. So he'd put it on every time. I was like, can you not get a new cup? Man. Get a new cup.
0: What was up with our ball team? You had Cliff and his I ancient know. cup. We had not one, but two guys who wore nipple tape under their jerseys.
2: Yep. <laughs> yeah, we had a weird... <laughs> Guys, if you ever play against it, you'd be like, what in the. The
1: Beckler and Shauna podcast. I'm
2: reading Prince Harry's biography right now. I don't know why, but here we are. Uh, But he was mentioning in it the paparazzi. And he talks about how, I mean, of course, it's absolutely insane. And we all know this about about the UK, especially. Mm -hmm. But he used to climb into the trunk of his car to be undetected. So what he'd do is he'd ask his security guard to bring the car or whatever he was driving around back and he would actually go in the trunk so that nobody would see him and then he could get away because even if he was in the back seat, people would see and the paparazzi would be all over him. So didn't
0: he have tinted windows? He, well,
2: he, yeah, but it doesn't matter. He was like, no, the oh. trunk is the only way that he could not be detected, I guess. So he'd just go right into the trunk. And then if somebody wound up opening <laughs> the door or whatever would happen, then he would be hidden. And I was just like that. Should have
0: got himself a panel van, Holy a kidnapping cr- van. No No kidding. <laughs>
2: Like, that is insane. You know, like the whole concept of having to do that everywhere you go and to try and avoid paparazzi like that is nuts. There's no way to live. It's not. Although, when I heard that, it got me thinking about a great time in my life, which was being in the trunk of a car.
0: Oh, yeah. Those, like, last two years of high school. Oh, man.
2: When everybody drove and everybody had cars and you just try and pile in as many friends as you could to just rip down the street. I know, okay, not, not safe, right? I'm not saying to do this. But we would definitely do that. We'd, we'd get two cars together, like side by side, and see how many people could get in each one. Yeah. And I would always call trunk, because I was like, I'm small enough, I can squeeze in the trunk, and it's always thrilling to be
0: in the trunk. I was a big trunk rider, too, myself. Yeah. I always like showing up somewhere, and be like, oh, we're here. Right? You know, like, yeah.
2: yeah. And then you pop out of the trunk, and you're like, wow, ah, there she is in the trunk. We <laughs>
0: did this <laughs> last <laughs> weekend, Shauna. <laughs> oh, for yeah. For the first time in like a decade, I had people in the trunk of my vehicle, yes. because we, we were, there was eight of us going somewhere. Yeah. It was great. It's the, It was like old times. You it know, is. It's kind of a silly energy back there. Totally. Yeah. We did this
2: uh, a few months ago, and it was a friend's Jeep, and I think we got 15 people into it. Really? Yeah. There was 15. Where were you going? We were just going a block, okay? So this is why. But we were going just up this hill, and we had some stuff. We were like, okay, if we can all squeeze in here, and we, we did.
0: Okay? <laughs> like a vehicle from Mad Max, people it was, just hanging off it? It One was of those- not... <laughs> One of those trains in India that are just covered in people?
2: Seriously, that was basically what it became. It was was a bit obnoxious. It was the most I've ever and will probably ever fit into a vehicle. And it was recent. That was the most impressive thing is as teenagers, we did that all the time. Now, as you said, it was first time in... Yeah. Years, it's a thrill. Years. And every time it's a great thrill. My so. buddy
0: in high school had a Mazda 323. And if you know what those are, they're tiny little hatchback vehicles. And we used to get like, yeah, seven or eight high school basketball players in there. Oh, my God. Seven or eight yeah. lanks just bent all shapes. <laughs> You don't even know whose arm that is or whose foot that is, but, you know what, but you're in there.
2: Do you know what the world record is for most amount of people in one vehicle?
0: It's the, the Volkswagen Beetle, isn't it? It's the a Mini. Oh, is it a Mini? It's a Mini. Is it like 40 or something? It doesn't even make sense. I think
2: it's 29 okay. in the Mini. And when you think of the concept of that, yeah. how do you get 29 people in...
0: I've it, seen those record attempts, and you're just like, there's no way all those people are going, and then sure enough, in they go. You know, oh, I'm talking be... about
2: how I want to break the world record for orange peeling. It might switch to how many mm. people I can squeeze into a vehicle because, man, is that tempting and fun.
0: You know, I think you need to Put focus. Put me in the boot. I think you need to oh, focus. Oh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> the Freckler
1: and Shauna podcast.
0: How many streaming services are you subscribed to, Shauna?
1: Uh, or Me, myself,
2: have, none, my to? boyfriend, all of them, okay. so I
0: steal is. So in your opinion, yeah. which streaming service has the best amount of wait time for their autoplay feature? You know where it starts the next episode? Because mm-hmm. it's different. Yep. It's different from service to service. You know when that one episode ends, and then pops up and says next episode starts in. <sighs> so like Disney Plus, I think is the longest. It's like 30 seconds. I hate that. Too long for you?
2: Yep. I just started watching something on Disney Plus, and it's driving me crazy. I'm like, "That's
0: wait." Also, this conversation is uh, this conversation is probably the end of civilization. This is I think the this, most
2: first world yeah, problem. This, we're we're talking about if this is the, how long we have to wait <laughs> to be able to. This Watch is, as much as we possibly want on our asses.
0: This is your canary in the coal mine. Holy that, uh, man. Everything's probably coming to an end pretty soon yep. here. Yeah, here so, we
2: are. This marks... <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: so Netflix is about... Oh, we're going to get back God. to it right here. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix, Sorry. Is about, Netflix is about 10 seconds, I think, right? Yeah. It's 10 or 15? Because I read this post from someone who claimed to be the developer at Netflix who actually worked on the autoplay feature, and they said they tested different intervals... To figure out which resulted in the most people watching through to the next episode. What want- I don't
2: understand is why they just go straight to it. Like, well, in the world of immediacy, just go right into the next episode.
0: I was going to bring that up because Amazon Primes is so fast. It's like two seconds or three se- Like, it, You don't have time to to reach for the remote and stop mm-hmm. it if you are intending to stop watching after that episode. It's so good. quick. Just
2: keep them going. It makes sense if you're the business. <laughs> it's right? almost
0: like a crossfade thing. Where like the- one episode's ending and they're like, ah, we got more. You're okay. not going anywhere. Okay, I
2: don't recall, That's- but yeah, the faster the better, I okay, think. Okay.
0: Faster the better.
2: Yeah. Man, Ten seconds is probably Netflix is probably right, yeah, because that gives you a little bit of time if you need it. Mm-hmm. You know? But uh no, thirty <laughs> is too long. Holy hell. Yeah. I am so sorry to yeah. the rest of the world when this is what we're discussing.
0: <laughs> this is it. This is it. This is the end of our society. Oh, you just saw it. Gosh. The Beckler and Shauna
2: podcast. We were chatting about this festival in Vegas that I was looking at to maybe go to. It's the Mm -hmm. CDM Festival. Um, And I was looking at the prices, and it's super reasonable. The early bird price for a three day festival with some of the biggest DJs in the world was only $69.
0: That is a crazy good price.
2: That's insanely cheap. But then I got looking into it further. So uh, that's only for the ladies.
0: So, oh, it's one of those, right? Where at-
2: $69 for the ladies. <laughs> the men's price is $219. <laughs> ladies, $69. Oh my God. Now, I think that's the regular price, and that was the early bird. So maybe it's 100 versus 200 but it's it's double. Wow. And then you can buy a ladies' fox pack, which is four ladies' tickets, for $219, which is the same as $1 men's ticket.
0: It's kind of amazing that a festival can still do that in 2023, I know.
2: It totally is. But then I got thinking about it and I was like, Vegas is the place that does this, right? And, And it's because Vegas is Bachelor Central. So it's where the dudes go to party it's known for this whereas the women don't necessarily go there as much so when you think about it it's actually an awful place for a guy to go for a bachelor party (laughs) because there's way more dudes looking to pick up than there are women right like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense so they try to attract women to these things because again it's a whole bunch of guys going Yeah, this is the place to go do dude stuff but you know there's no women around you know it's more men
0: Man, I haven't been to Vegas as an adult. I was there when I was like 13 or something. Yeah. Um. And everything I hear about it just sounds like a place that I would really not like.
2: Well, it's funny because I, I don't help because of the way that I talk about it. But it is... I go there. My boyfriend loves it. So we go there quite a bit. And it's super fun because they do have all the good shows and all the like yeah. stuff that... It's a... Like, what.
0: I don't gamble. No. I hate getting ripped off. I hate overpaying for stuff. And people are like, oh, the ATM fees are $25 in Vegas At the strip and stuff. Clubs. And I'm like, yes. Oh, I don't like strippers. No. Um, I don't like any kind of situation where it's like who has the most money. Yeah. So like that kind of rat race.
2: And you can you can do it though without all that, which I know is crazy. And that's how we do it because my boyfriend and I, because it's such a short flight and mm-hmm. it's always cheap for the hotels and everything. So we use it as a hot vacation to get away when you only want to go for a weekend right? and you go and you hang by the pool and then you don't have to deal with anything else that goes on with it. But,
0: but like, Aren't the pools like bonkers expensive to get a spot near? Like,
2: uh, not if you go during off season, which is okay. when we always go. But yeah, if you go the heart of summer in the middle of one of these festivals and yeah, it can yeah. be insane. And
0: then it's like, well, these you, men pay twice as much for a ticket as women and then women at yeah. these festivals and you have to wear a collared shirt to go to these festivals. I'm just like, I know. everything about this sounds like I would hate it.
2: Yes, yeah. <laughs> if you go down the stereotypical way of doing it, it can get insane. But you can do it in other ways, too. Uh, But I was just laughing because I was like, yeah, why do all the guys have bachelor parties there? Like, if you want to pick up the ladies, you want to know where the ladies go? Go and have your bachelor party in Kelowna on a wine tour. Okay, that's where they'll all
0: be. You're thinking you're thinking wisely here, Sean. Sounds like you're more likely to find a fight in Vegas than than a girl.
1: It's true. <laughs> it's true. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast.
0: Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home.
1: You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative, X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 AM Mountain Time. At x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna Download
0: it daily to whatever device you use. Later. X After Hours. A weekly podcast that brings X afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome. It allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like they're gonna say fk. Find X After
1: Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.